0: Good morning, Richard Eckley here. Happy Tuesday morning to you. Uh, we're on Tuesdays, Tuesday, so we're on a Wealth Tuesday on your four keys to a healthier, happy you. And I'm doing some research at the moment into uh, the Wrigley's company, Wrigley's Chewing Gum, they're known around the world. I'm writing my latest book, it's about different companies that have done well on creating wealth. And Wrigley's has started off, it's amazing, just the story itself, just how Wrigley started off. They weren't a chewing gum manufacturer to start off with. Wrigley himself, William Wrigley, who actually did the chewing gum, was actually working for his dad in the soap business as Wrigley's soap used to make back in the 1800s. And then he trained to do that and he actually was sent off to was um, Chicago in his, when he was 30 to actually start up a new franchise sort of thing over in, in Chicago start with the with the soap, so he started setting up his new business, thinking right then, I just want to get the soap, but I think, he said, he wants to have thought about, it. I want to actually advertise it more, so what can I offer as a free thing with the soaps, so it was scouring soap he was selling, he just offered some free baking powder, that way he could slightly increase the price of the soap, and then offer the free baking powder as a bonus alongside it. Well, actually, the baking powder took off so well, people thought they were getting it for free, although it was actually included in the price. The baking powder was more in demand than the soap. So he thought, right, this is great. So he changed his company to produce baking powder and stop the soap. So then he thought, right, well, what can I do now to promote alongside the baking powder? And people back in the 1800s were chewing just gum, your normal gum. So he thought, right, that's a popular thing. I can offer free gum for people with the baking powder. And once again, this system worked. People were more interested in getting the free gum than the baking powder. So gum demand went up. So then he actually went into the chewing gum business with a, through a supplier called Zeno's and he was, they were supplying him the gum. But back in the late 1800s, chewing gum, it's, the flavour didn't last very long. So he got on the idea of trying a different tree sap which had a better flavour and hold well, the flavour. In 1893 they released the spearmint and the juicy fruit flavours. That's how long ago that was, 1893. And then once again, he got the business into the gum industry and said, I have more promotion. So I'm doing some research on it now. It's interesting how the things he used, the methods he used to promote his business and get it going. He went through many recessions again and many problems he faced with the, with the industry to get it going. But it's just thinking, okay, then what can I do? What can I supply for my customers that they want my product? What can I give them as a freebie to actually perhaps bolt onto the side of your product, which people want more of? They'll be more interested in the freebie, and then your product's there as well, and you increase your product service by getting more clients in that were interested in your freebie. And he had a, a great selling, which was, well, was through his advertising campaigns. He, did, he spent millions of pounds on advertising. And he said, tell them quick and tell them often. Because customers will never, well, very, very rarely buy on the first time they see something. They need to do something six or seven times, or they think, oh, yeah, no, I'd, I'd like that. So, this the frame is tell them quick, tell them often, attract more clients, do more customers, do, and hopefully improve your sales. And then that's where we create well, three business. There we go. <laughs> i just have a good one. All the best for now.